Gentlemen, uh, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas, and I'm wishing my dear buddy, my podcast husband, a Merry Christmas all the way from Sri Lanka, the one only Dilrong Chai Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, Ben Lomas. Merry hey, Christmas. This Look is at this. exciting. This is, do you, do you know that this is a Fitbit first? This Yes, yes. Live what, from Sri Lanka. What? Well, live from International. It's our first international podcast. Because yeah, totally. all my traveling in the past when we did it, it was where I would uh, bank episodes like Edinburgh and stuff. We would bank yeah. chunks and chunks of guest episodes and we'd have them released. Uh, whereas now we're actually doing a one-on-one catch-up while I'm in Sri Lanka. And this podcast comes out, what, uh, day after or something like that? We're recording yeah, on yeah, Wednesday. Yeah. No, Wednesday comes out on the Friday. Yeah, um, we, so we, Merry we, Christmas. We, mi- we missed a week, but hey, that's what happens when you're on holidays. <laughs> well, yes. I mean, there's so much to talk about here, I suppose. The last time we did a one-on-one is when I said that I hopefully am going to go to Sri Lanka. And uh, by the way, I've noticed I have a whistle when I say Sri Lanka occasionally. And it might have you might have picked up. Yeah, Sri Lanka. I can't, I can't force it, but if people listen back to it just before, then I went Sri Lanka. Anyway, so yeah, look, uh, obviously good, happy news is I made it. It's all happy that I got here. Uh, it was pretty hectic exit though. I'm sure a lot of people who are trying to reunite with loved ones interstate it's overseas. Insane. Right? It's really, really challenging. Um, one of the weird ones for me was... I was flying via Singapore and the requirements for Sri Lanka was 72 hour window for a negative COVID test. Um, Singapore was 48 hours. And how's this? The the negative test, the testing done for international travel is not free. It's a 150 bucks or 145 bucks to be specific for a test, right? Believe it or not, that's not bad. Really? Who's going to charging more? Uh, my friend Tan, he was leaving for Berlin a couple of nights yeah. ago with his three-year-old and one-year-old and his German partner, and they there they were to hop on their flight to get back to Australia at four thirty in the uh, morning, and then they got told they weren't allowed to board the plane because uh, the laws had changed between them booking the flight and them hopping on the plane where they needed immigration clearance for the two people that were born in Germany, even though they're part of the one family, and therefore their COVID test didn't count anymore within the 72 hours. So by the time they got clearance, they had to get a special one-hour PCR test, which I didn't know they could even do, and that just cost a mere $620. Each? No, together as a family. In total, right. Wow, that's pretty pretty hectic. <laughs> that's pretty hectic. I mean, and, and, I, and I think what's, what's really frustrating about that for them is not that they dropped the ball. It's the laws changed in between. Yep. Do you know what I mean? It's yep. not like it's not like you can go, oh, mate, you should have checked it better or whatever, check the, you know. But I was afraid of things like that then. So what happened was I uh, had a 48-hour window for, for Singapore and 72 for Sri Lanka. And um, I was in Tasmania. So I was flying on the Sunday at 4.40 p.m. Uh, I was in Tasmania in Launceston on the Friday. So my 48-hour window started at 4.40 p.m. in Tasmania. And I thought I'll do the right thing and I'll go there at five o'clock to get the test done, right? Yeah. And then turns out, um, because they told me like, then then I was going to do that. And then my someone told me, oh, no, no, it's like, 
they just put the date. It's not the time is not on it. They just care that you're, you know, a 48 hour date. And I was like, really? Okay, sure. No worries. And I went and got it. And my test results came back with the time that said it was at, uh, at 2 PM because the, the place in Tasmania was closing at 3 PM. So technically classic my Tassie, window, classic Tassie. Yeah. <laughs> classic yeah my, my window. Oh, she was hilarious. The lady who was doing it. She's like, she, cause I needed to bring a document printed and uh, I said, look, I don't have access to a printer. And how funny is this? The only place that was doing the international testing was a drive-through only, right? And so an <laughs> idiot like me who doesn't have a driver's license. Took I, an Uber. Um, I know. I was thinking, do I do an Uber? Do I get a bicycle and just kind of ride through going, hey, look, you told me I can't walk in. But luckily, the room runner in uh, Tasmania, uh, Stuart Bell, big shout out to him and Fresh Comedy, who do such a great job. Uh, he, you know, came back, grabbed me and we did the test together. But yeah, the lady taking the test was in such a jolly mood. She said I was, she was like, I was grumpy all morning, but now I only have half an hour left on my shift and I'm happy as daisies. And <laughs> she was just having a great time. And so the thing that I forgot to print out, she's like, normally I would be annoyed. But now I know my shift is finishing in half an hour, so I'm fine. <laughs> and so uh, then we basically, I get the test, but turns out it fell under, it was 50 hours as opposed to 48 hours. So I didn't want to risk it. So then the next day I went to Melbourne and got it again because my, my fear was that if I get it in Melbourne, I won't get the result in time for my flight the next day. Long story short, I asked them, would they have penalized me if I showed up with the 50 hour window and 48 hours? And she was like, oh, I probably wouldn't, but you know, maybe someone else might have said it's outside the window and not let you on board. So imagine if for two hours, if I missed the mark by two hours or something like that, would have cost you thousands. <laughs> oh, dude! So there's, a, I believe there's a test happening if, at the airport, but again, cost of, cost about three hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's insane, and especially that at the moment for everyone in Australia at the moment because you know it's going gangbusters here and uh yeah. and ev everyone's just like you know like the PCR tests is just inside where my favorite is uh, a friend of mine was saying that you know everyone was leading up because you had to have it now it's changed but you had to have it before you go on holidays to different states and then even then leading up to Christmas you saw people just go well I need a PCR test I've been in close contact and then there was this family that rocked up to the back of the line and the line was, I think, 300 meters or something. <laughs> and uh, and there was like, you know, like you know, two parents and two kids there. And they, it was like after half an hour, um, the dad just goes, "Fuck this, let's go home and have have COVID Christmas." <laughs> what does it mean? Like, as in he's just not going to bother for a negative result? No, just yeah, he just goes, oh, I just can't, I just, well, what you, what you, like, he's just like, I can't, I can't sit here with my kids, like, they're going mental, like, are we supposed to, like, oh, we're done, so they just packed up and left, and I've heard so many stories of people just going, I can't, I can't, I don't have six hours, like, you know, if you have six hours, there are, I just love the stories of people camping out in their cars the night before. <laughs> for a test. For a test. So so that they get, oh my God, it's so wild what's happening. It's bananas. And especially so, because because yeah. we're opening up and like some states are just like, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Anyway, look, look, take my head off to Queensland. You know, everyone was shitting on Queensland and Queensland's like, mate, we're open. Yeah, you, all you need is a rapid test. I mean, 
who, like, who's checking a rapid test? No one's checking a rapid test. You can show them a picture of one that you did four weeks. It doesn't mean anything. So now it's just like mm. Queensland's open. Like, bang. Well, like, you know what? Been? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I can top that in Sri Lanka where the any venue you go to, <laughs> supermarket or stuff, they have a person. Why are you laughing? Don't laugh at my country. They have a person checking your temperature before you go in, right? So yeah. if you're above a certain amount, you can't go through, which is good. The thing is, the guy at the supermarket, he just waits for the beep and he just lets you go through. He's so over it. He just hears the beep and can go. And it's meant to be if you're over 37, uh, if you're if it shows your account is above 37, that's when you are in trouble or they don't yeah. let you in. Even like we went to a resort as well. Oh, so anyway, finishing. Long story short, I met in Sri Lanka. I met mom yeah. and dad. It was great. Two days later, my brother, his wife, and his daughter said my niece Isha. I was worried about her being um, 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 like uncomfortable because she's only ever seen me in the screen, right? Turns out she was fine. She loves me and is like bloody because um, she's pretty withholding with her love generally. So when she shows it to me, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's such a great feeling. And that's the best thing about being an uncle and auntie. Like, my sister has the joy. Like, my son, for some reason, will only hug me when we're in the midst of a, of a, of a, of a wrestle battle. Uh, but, yeah, then my uh, sister walks in, and, and it's just non-stop cuddles. I'm like, what the fuck does she have that I don't have? And she's like, yeah. auntie power. All right, fair enough. Exactly. No, look, look, unfortunately, I don't have that power. She's still, uh, my, my brother is number one to her and I, sure. it's hard to break that. That's crazy. But, <laughs> no, but, nor would you want to. <laughs> well, I just, I don't know. I just want to, like, he's the disciplinarian, right? Like, you know, I want to be the fun uncle deal that doesn't, you know, you can get away with murder with, you know? But yeah. uh, she's still, yeah. But it's really amazing and it's truly wonderful. So uh, we went to a resort and um, we're even there. Now, where, like, where's a resort in Sri Lanka? Where, where, where do you go? Where, where do you? Where do you where, we went to a place Colombo? called, it's about an hour outside of Colombo, a place called Kalutara, which has got the beach. I mean, I mean, Colombo, you know, is, is ocean, like it's near the ocean, Colombo. But last time I was there, I was... Eight years old. <laughs> so. Yeah, and it, weren't, did you not even get off the plane or something, right? No, 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 no. We, 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 we. Uh, I tell the story. We, we went to a hotel. We went to a five-star hotel after the oh. part of the plane broke off, and then we landed in Colombo on emergency, and then, uh, and then uh, drove to a hotel at night, and then in the morning. What, what uh, year was that? For what? that was nineteen eighty-eight. So you... Right. So I would have been a three-year-old. So there is a yeah. chance. That there, there might have been that some world where a three-year-old Dorf and yeah. a 8 year old Ben somehow crossed paths, right? Well, I, I remember saying, I remember like like the, the, the memories <laughs> the memories I had was like just a gigantic cart stacked with like I can't I can't even remember what, but it was just like overstacked and it was just a guy just with a donkey that looked half dead. Not a donkey, and, it's a bull, a bullock, it's a cart. bull, yeah, whatever. And then uh, and then uh, all I remember I was just like, wow, wherever he's going is going to take a very long time. <laughs> yeah, no, that was the start of. CrossFit. That's the origins of CrossFit. <laughs> yeah, no. So, um, yeah. So even in the resort and stuff, they were doing a test, and and, and before you jump in the pool, you got to get the test as well, or rather the the temperature test. And my temperature, thirty seven being you know maximum before they let you in. Uh, mine came at ninety six. So, <laughs> so obviously 
their meter works great. Uh, but um, otherwise, man, yeah, it's been pretty incredible to be reunited with my family for context of anyone who don't remember. It's been two years since I've seen them physically, but it's been two and a half years since I came to Sri Lanka. So it's been quite an, it was pretty emotional for me. I reckon the most emotional I got was leaving when you exit um, the you know, security, usually I'm greeted by my family in the waiting area, in the, in yeah. the airport, but this time they weren't there. And even though I know they're just like, my dad was wait, waiting outside, I felt really sad. Like I was like, the, I like instantly regressed to like a four-year-old child going, oh, where's, yeah, my, yeah. where's my, where's where's my dad? dad? I want my mom and dad. Like it really, I was feeling like, whoa, what's this? You know, and I, I guess it's the impact that, you know, memories of, you know, going to this airport since I was, I don't know, one, you know what I mean? Or less, like I've been through the same airport, right? And I think all that may have subconsciously just started flooding in and going, I want my family, I don't want my family, yeah. And then anyway, so we got there and look, it's been incredible. Um, tell me what's been happening with you. How was your Christmas and um, what's what's life like in Victoria? Well, look, uh, life and leading up to Christmas was pretty. It was pretty crazy. Um, mm. It's uh, work-wise, it was like you know, as you know, it's uh, a very busy time for comedians. And I think I worked. I think I worked out. I did what was it? Something like twenty-six gigs in fourteen days. And uh, and then by the time we got to the seventeenth, it was that same thing where I'd booked a week camping before mm. before Christmas, and so shoots. Like I was working on, on, on a show called Would I Lie to You and then uh, that host got a COVID and the same thing. It was like I was getting temperature checked and uh, rapid test every day, which is actually kind of like it's kind of good when you get tested every day because you know that you're going to – if you like because, like, you know, I see my parents and, and, you know, they're old and they're frail, that you know that you're okay when you get rapid tested every two days because, mm-hmm. you know, like there's a four-day lag period. So we actually got to see uh, my parents quite a lot leading up to it, even though it was crazy work and – um Oh, you like this? Oh, this is yeah, a bit of inside baseball. But um, I did this one where I did I did uh, I did four gigs in one day, and I was like, great, we're working again. And I did uh, I did AMC to like a sort of a Christmas breakfast, you know, sort of um, industry kind of thing where it's just like meet and greet. So I MC that in the morning. Then I went and uh, which industry? Worked, um, sort of like it's like it's like insurance it's like a it's like one of the guys from the the for the kids from basically the the answer is you don't know yeah i don't know i got no idea like it's a type of insurance and i talked about how i had no idea what this type of insurance was and i also just talked about whether i even fucking got insurance so so i did that it can't be worse than my insurance company that i signed up for on on for this trip No, oh yeah, your private health. My private oh, health—that's uh, one of my favorites well, of all time. Do you remember what who I signed up with? Who's insurance? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was was it Virgin or was it Qantas? No, Qantas, Qantas. <laughs> <laughs> so I got insurance with Qantas. Great uh, stuff. But, you know, you but it's so it's so funny because like because when we went through like because that feels so long ago. Like that is it feels so long ago it was when we did half that. a year ago. But then, you know, like, but I got that all before I, you know, went through all my fucking hospital fucking mayhem oh. and hell. And even then, like, I think about it, I was like, I, I was in the hospital system for ages. And I was just like, absolutely went crazy. Has private health insurance helped with any of that? No. Really? <laughs> absolutely nothing. So nothing. what did you pay for? I don't know. A lot of money <laughs> just for fucking fuck all. Um, so anyway, so I, 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 so I do that gig goes well. Then I go do tech rehearsals for a show that you'll definitely be on next year called Would I Lie to You. You would smash it. 
Um, it's uh, so much fun. So I did the tech rehearsals. That was a lot of fun. Got to play games with you know the hosts and Frank Woodley and Chrissy Swan. Then from there, open for Peter Hellyer for his uh, for his um, stand up special. And then I was going to stick around and watch your show. I said, "Oh, Peter, I can't. I got to finish the night. I got a corporate out in Scoresby now." Yeah, you know corporates can be, you know, it's like the one in the morning was quite nice, you know. Um, what I didn't know is I got there and my manager's like, are you, are you on your way? I said, yeah, yeah, I'm on my way. And then he goes, oh, can you call the guy? And so as I'm driving, I'm like, I'm absolutely fucked. But I was like, great to be working again. December, it's like the good old days. And they get a call. I was like, g'day. I was like, uh, uh, okay. And I was like, is this Mick? He's like, yeah, this is Mick. Uh, I was like, yeah, Mick, I'm on my way. Sorry, I'm running a bit late. Nah, mate, we are ready for you. I was like, what do you mean? He was like, we've been drinking and it's great to just, oh, the boys are ready. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, that's, a, no, that's, no. A, that's a haunting <laughs> sentence to hear. Yeah. And so when I got up there, I walk into it and it's like one of those bars, like RSL slash bars in the middle of industrial area. I'm like, fuck. Mm. And then I was like, and then I, and then I was like, oh, this is a drilling company. They make drills. I'm like, okay, well, it's going to be, it's going to be warehouse folks. And then hopefully some women. Uh, but then I walked in there and it was just no chairs, just a guy playing covers in the corner, everyone standing around like cocktail tables and they were making speeches. So I kind of slotted into the back and I'm like, and they're just absolutely blind and they're talking about how they're still a family company and they're, you know, fuck Bunnings and all this shit. Like I was like, and they're like, anyway, we've got some, uh, we've, uh, we've got a comedian coming up, but you know. Uh, he's not here, so I go out and have a smoko. And I'm like, oh, I yelled from back, oh, no, I'm here. And he goes, oh, is that you, Ben? Everyone's like, oh, fuck. We smoker wanted a smoko. <laughs> smoker yeah, got delayed. So he goes, okay, come up and tell your little riddles. And I'm like, what kind of introduction is that? So I just wow. go. <laughs> so, so the only way, and it just shows that I have been doing this uh, for a long time, I went, Mick, what kind of fucking introduction is that? He's like, well, mate, you're the comedian. And everyone starts laughing. I was like, Mick, lift your game. You're the CEO of this company. Add some pizzazz to it. So I'll give you another go. Let's try again. And so every time he did it, he just fucked up. So the first 10 minutes of my set was just roasting the CEO for ages. Perfect. That is like They would have loved you for that. Absolutely lovely. So by the time I got on there, they were just like killing it. And then I, you know, did, you know, what, another 15 minutes of gear. And then I got lucky, found, picked on the grandson of the company, which I didn't know. But I just thought, well, who's this when young... When you say grandson, I'm picturing like an eight-year-old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. He was 22, but I just got lucky. I was like, mate, you look like some guy who's just embezzling money through the company. Mate, could have just done a microphone drop there. Like, if it, nah. He is. He is. He's the grandson. And then I was like... And then I remember just leaving... And I was like, jumped in my car and I was just driving going, oh, how nice is it doing comedy? And then as I was driving back, <laughs> I was just like, just so exhausted and so tired. I was like, this is so good. And then I was so tired. I can't wait to go to sleep. And then I'm like, hang on. I just drove the wrong way on the freeway. I was just driving all the way out to Portsea. I was just oh, so far shit. away. I how, was so how, far how away. How long was it to it? Like, how much time like, did it add to your whole journey? About an hour and a half. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah, so because you drove I went, 45 minutes the wrong way. Well, 40, like the complete opposite. 
Like it was amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. And like, like I, you know, I, I usually take my hand for being good with directions, but I was like, ah, oh, mate, I was just so exhausted. So, so once that was I, all done, is this just an elaborate excuse for you to, because you hung out with those guys in the grandstand for much longer? You're like, yeah, sorry, <laughs> yeah. sorry, Maya, I took her the wrong way. The, um, I the then, grandson. But then, like the last part we put up, I um, I had to edit it. So I remember coming back that night we were going camping the next morning so i went back had to fill out all these forms upload an audition and then edit the podcast so i went to bed at 2 30 and then woke up at six to start packing which took me five hours to pack the car to go mm. camping and then we drove there set up the tent uh which is not too good. i was like we let, i think i started at like six why are you spinning by the, by the way sorry the, oh, oh, the, the phone the phone was uh, <laughs> no, uh right, and okay. then and then by the time I finished, and then it was this amazing moment where we just like sat down, fire in the bush, going, just worked our ass off, both mine and I, just absolutely crazy. Kids are finally asleep in the tent, fire on, and then this old wallaby just hops up and just says hello. And then our phones went dead. And for the next five days, was just like the most amazing detox digital detox i think i've ever had like detox from uh, like what a fucked year we've had but detox from I've the fact that digital detox as well like when i was constipated but... i just shoved my finger up my asshole <laughs> moved it around until the floodgates opened the, um, yeah so but can't like can't like because i feel like we've had a bonus holiday because because we've gone we went on a holiday before christmas we feel like we've already been on holidays for ages, which we kind of have been because yeah. we, you know, finished on the seventeenth. But yeah, camping like we go again in four days for another wow. uh, eight days. But yeah, it's um, yeah, it's kind of. Um, but you know, it's weird though. It's 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 been amazing to be on holidays. It's been amazing to just be off the phone. But also this time around, it's like, you know, it, it it's a weird way. It does kind of feel like lockdown again. <laughs> Like, but in a good way, in the sense that, you know, we've got the kids all the time, but this time, you know, you get to see a family and friends a little bit more, even though, you know, everyone's getting pinged left, right and center. So one yeah. minute, you got someone to, someone, you've got one minute, you got to, like we had a friend over at our house and then she gets pings and she's like, I got to go. We're like, we know. So it's just, you know, you know, As in so, she got pinged saying that she might have been a close contact. Yeah. So, so what? is happening i've seen a lot of posts on instagram of people posting um screenshots of them getting told hey you were close contact so uh you know um isolate immediately kind of thing right yeah um do you have to isolate for four weeks uh sorry 40 days or no. do you isolate until you get a negative test and so I, what i think will ch- will change was that'll change to a rapid test soon Right, get a rapid test as soon as you have a negative. But then who's checking that? No one. Right. So you <laughs> so you could just technically have a rapid test that you did a while ago and just show that. Yep. And that's what we're going down. So that that's that's the next that's what the next six months we're looking at. So in my head, if you want my honest opinion on how this goes, is I've had friends, all my friends are getting it, left, right and center. Uh, some of them don't even notice it. Some of them are being quite ill uh one of my uh friends uh half sister who's very lovely she ended up in hospital double vax booster 
You know, it's just the luck. It's the luck. She had the she had the booster, and she was also wow. She was in the hospital. She we she went to go get tested. Listen to this. She was feeling really bad. Had two rapid tests before Christmas. Then found out that um, she just both came negative. Had Christmas with her family. Felt crook at the end of the night. Felt really bad. Next morning, went to PCR test. Was driving there. Was wheezing and coughing. When she got up there, they called an ambulance straight away. <laughs> And then uh, took her out of her car and then shoved her that way. And so part of me has come to the realisation that, well, A, I don't particularly want to go to hospital again. B, too, I, I actually don't want it. However, come coming back from holidays, like we're dodging bullets left, right and centre here. So therefore, we're just keeping it close to home until we go camping. Then we go camping. When we come back at the 12th, I said to my partner, I just got it. We, all we got to do, and she's kind of like, she doesn't want to, but it's like, yeah, we might not see our parents for a while, but we just got to just lead the life normally. Like, just lead it exactly like you would. Don't, like, just, it's to the point where people who are now getting it, even though they're vaxxed, a rapid test doesn't do anything because it'll always come up positive because it stays in your system. But once you have it and you've got over it, then you are, well, you're the one. Of, what do you mean? What does it mean by the rapid test doesn't, I didn't understand. Because you've got fragments in you still for ages, for months. Right, so the rapid test will keep showing positives. Yeah, and so, but once you can prove that you've already had it and you're not contagious anymore, you are probably leaving so, a more normal life than anyone else. So if you get it once now, uh, and hopefully, fingers crossed, it's mild and you'll get through it, then you don't carry it again? Or you don't, you're sorry, then you don't get it again? I don't know about that. Some people, some people, there have been known that people can get it twice. Boy, oh. how lucky would you be? <laughs> double COVID. Worst, double COVID. The worst kind worst of the... double pasta. Um, yeah, so, so that's the, that's the you know, like there was, there was a gig I wanted to do this Thursday or tomorrow night. I was like, nah, it's not worth the risk. And, and, and it's not worth the risk that I don't want it. It's not worth the risk to put your holiday on jeopardy. Because yeah, if you do yeah, get it, then we're locked at home and then everyone gets it like well, you know, a friend of the show. I, I thought McGinley. about that because I managed to get the negative test in Victoria, right? And then that night on the Saturday, I went to watch Spider-Man again. And um, <laughs> <because> I... <laughs> oh, what different lives we lead. Yeah, yeah. I, I do I love it how, how casually I leaned on the again. Again, like, <laughs> but just so deliciously casual. Yeah, I went again. And um, and so uh, I then... Re- I it's good though. Feeling... How good is it? How good is it? Did you watch it? Right, <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you how much I love that film. Anyway, oh, everyone's so... talking about it. Are they... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. They are. My brother-in-law yeah. kept talking about it. Anyway, it's so good. I mean, amazing. Yeah. Anyway, look, it's just good. It's great. I love what's happening in the world of cinema. Anyway, the point is, uh, and this, while I was sitting there, I started to feel really nervous and scared, and I felt like an absolute idiot because I suddenly hit me. Hang on a sec. If one of these hundred plus people, whatever, two hundred people in this, mm. you know, extreme screen. Uh, is carrying it, I'll get a text saying, hey, you were a close contact. So isolate immediately until you, uh, you know, get a negative test or whatever. My flight's like in less than 12 hours. Yeah, I know. Yeah, totally. What the fuck? I should have been like... I, could I you really not remember. Could you not just, you know, shoot one of those webs over your own face? And... 
<laughs> like I'm face <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. If that was only that easy, but he's still even Spider Man would have still been like, you know, a close contact. He'd be like, Hey, I was wearing a mask. I wear a mask all the time. What are you talking about? They're like, Yeah, but until you get a negative test, we yeah, can't let you on the, we can't so it's not like What do you mean you're not gonna wait three days? I'm a superhero. <laughs> yeah, I've gotta go on a plane, you know, so I couldn't uh anyway, so that was a bit scary. So I'm now because I haven't been to Melbourne. Well, I was in Melbourne for that one day. How's this been? I moved into an apartment, a new one, which uh, I adore. <laughs> the start of October, I've had six nights there. Since October, that's yeah. insane. That's really nice. I've only slept six nights in this beautiful apartment, and uh, and it's weird because yeah, like I went to Adelaide first, quarantined for two weeks there, whatever, and then went to WA for six weeks, and then came back to. I went Tassie for a little bit and then Victoria for one day. And then I was off again and I'm not back till the middle of Jan. So it's been a while now. That's crazy. When me, do you get back? Uh, I think my first day back in Australia is the 16th of Jan. The 16th of Jan. Okay, okay cool. Yeah. Which so I believe I have to, to I have to quarantine uh, uh, for two, 72 hours, I believe. Aren't you doing a gig on the 20th? <laughs> I am. Why did, yeah, so the first, my first day out is, the, is that gig. Yeah, that's um, really funny. Yeah. So, how about health and fitness? Where what? are we at with that in your life? Do you want me to start? Yeah, you go. You go first. I am so unfit. <laughs> <I've> been... <laughs> me too. <laughs> I have been eating and, and binging. So, I have. Uh, it started in WA. It's, it's in WA itself that I was a little like, uh, I was pretty active with the runs. Like I would say I would do a run every other day or every third day or so. Um, but man, I was having sugar and, and, and carbs left, right and center. Oh. It, it's Christmas. No, it's Christmas. In, in WA, right. they do it twice as good. <laughs> they <laughs> do it two weeks before Christmas. <laughs> oh man. So, then I come to Sri Lanka and I'm like, all right, well, Sri Lanka is where I put on the weight. I'm like, this I should have been in a deficit so that I can then catch up in know, Sri Lanka. You're eating all your favorite food. Like you're eating yeah. all your childhood food, your mum's oh, cooking. Yeah. yeah, mom taught me how to make paradas properly. I've been doing it mostly correct, but there are a couple of steps that I uh, have been making a mistake. Has she on got a jaffel? <laughs> Does I revealed this on that episode that that's, the reason I did is because she used to make parada sandwiches that we would uh, take to school and they were delicious. The difference is that it, it's like a quick you stay keep it in there for because uh, I think mine were dry too dry as it is, but then when I jaffled it, it made it even drier. So anyway, hey, you're you're good at remembering people stand up because I never am. Um, what's that uh, that hung Lee bit with his uh, dad eating corn flake sandwiches? How does that bit go again? How does it do? It's something like his dad just ate corn flakes. Corn flakes. Corn flakes sandwiches. They thought it was chicken because there's a chicken on the cardboard of the, and they thought it's little pieces of chicken. So he would put put the the cornflakes in the in a sandwich in a jaffle, and they thought it was a chicken sandwich. Anyway, so quality stuff. So I'm carrying a lot of weight. I, in fact, did my last 5K for the year because we're recording on the 29th of December and I am heading off to another resort uh, tomorrow for oh, Which nights. resort? Which one's this one? I'm not going to say it in case someone's listening and comes. <laughs> <laughs> Any Sri Lankan I mean, listeners? The chances of that would be phenomenal and it would be pretty It would be pretty awesome. great. It would be pretty okay. great. But anyway, look. Is uh, this resort and- better than the other one? 
I don't know. I think it is, so actually. What, what, I think what it do might you be. do in a resort? Like, to be honest, I don't think I've ever been to one. Well, it's oh, like yeah. a hotel. It's a hotel. But with a pool. Right? Well, well, most hotels have pool beds. Yeah, okay, that's true. Okay. What, what, what was, so the fact that it's near a beach makes it a resort. Yeah, I believe so. So, yeah, so you're like, for example, I'd walk out the, the bedroom and the bed, like we were on a lower level, but there was like a little veranda, a little deck, and straight away I'd see the Indian Ocean and I'd have my cup of coffee there. I'd read a Is book. Is the Indian Ocean I'd... brown? Is it brown? This <laughs> is a genuine question. I Ben, I that question makes is me it, hate you so much. <laughs> it's a genuine question because last time I was well, I wasn't there, but I was. Um, Why so am what's, I laughing? Why am I saying <laughs> no, that? No, no, no. So is Colombo is Colombo on the oh, here we go. east east or west coast? Yeah. Is it on the east or west coast? It's on the west coast. Yeah, okay. And the state across on the other side of the state in India, what's that um what's that uh what's that uh the, what's that province called? Oh, come on. What are you talking about? What so ask the question again in more coherence? So if you're if you were to go directly across and keep swimming from Colombo, what well, state you wouldn't because in... India Sri Lanka <laughs> is south of India. So it's if you went swimming from Colombo, I think you end up in uh, where do you end up? Pakistan. Oh, I, see, I thought it was just off the coast. No, no, it was off the northern coast. I'm just literally now zooming out in a map. Uh, okay, I thought oh, it was you like know, it'll, it'll actually misses Pakistan. If we if I kept swimming from Sri Lanka from Colombo, I'd end up in Somalia. <laughs> I'm serious. Ah. It goes to Africa. Oh, now I'm completely lost. So what oh, the hell are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, okay, well, look, there's, part, there's parts of Sri Lanka that does, okay, in the northern part, if you swim left, there is a Kerala. Is that what you're thinking? Or yeah, that's where, I, that's where I was swimming, Kerala, Kochi 4. <laughs> oh, God. Kochi 4. Anyway, so, the in- so there, when I went swimming with all the cows on the beach, the water was brown. That's, it's a river then. No, no, we were on the coast. I remember we were on the coast. Okay, maybe it is brown. Maybe it is brown. Sorry, just very me. happy with myself. Well, yeah, but, but uh, you, all, you know how well that feels when you ask that question, right? It's like if you asked Aaron Chen, is the ocean in China yellow? Oh, now I see how you got it. <laughs> <laughs> ah. Oh, no. oh, that's so you good. didn't realize that's why I was in- no, no. I thought you were defending the blueness of the water. <laughs> no, I was just offended by you. Anyway. Oh, that's a beautiful circle. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> um, so anyway, so um, I went for my last five k run today, and I look. Admittedly, I'm going at about eleven o'clock in the hour in the morning, so the sun here is belting, right? So I'm definitely it's very humid. I'm carrying potentially 15 more kilos than I was at the start of last year. So when I was like peak fitness towards the end of uh, last yeah, year, yeah, yeah, 2020. Yeah. So I think I'm about 95 kilos right now, right? Still, mate, you're below 100, mate. Yeah, that's well, I think 96 was when I tested it in WA. So let's say 96, let's say 96, right? Okay. And man, running 5K was so hard. I managed <laughs> to get under, I, I did it in 28 minutes, right? So just under 28. So it was 
there, but I'm, I, I tell you what, man, the self-hate or unkindness is very oh. real. I, I really struggled with it a um, couple of days ago. I only did like one lap of the, the track that's near my house, so which is about three Ks. And dude, the negative voice that was going through my head about how unfit I was and how, you know, heavy I felt and unworthy I felt. I'm glad I have some tools now to be able to slowly pull myself out of that spiral because what was happening is I had so much negative self-talk at that time. It made me want to stop running and just go home and, you know, binge eat again. Like it was this weird counterintuitive thing. So what I decided is to do three steps. I went like, okay, firstly, uh, the, the negative voice was basically saying you are shit and unworthy and you're, you've let yourself go. And because uh, I felt the same overwhelming um, uh, defeated feeling that I'd felt when I was like 125 kilos. Right. Yeah. So, so I got that voice again. So the first thing I said, okay, hang on. Is this voice correct? Is it saying the truth? I'm like, no, it's not like I'm still, you know, the fact that I'm even running even at the track is a win itself, right? That's not something I used to do at all. So that's, first of all, it's not true. Secondly, I realized that is it, is there some version of this that, that is, uh, is helpful? And I was like, yeah, you know what? There is actually a version where me running on extra weight means that my legs are getting stronger again because they got weaker mm. from after the back injury, I wasn't able to run. Right. So I don't know if you remember, I used to love showing off my calves and how sculpted they were. I mean, people can jump yeah. on Instagram and uh, see which how to be sculpted. honest is it's funny you say that I just got complimented for the same thing. It's like, I've stacked on a lot of weight, but I was camping and then we were playing cricket and I had short mm. shorts on. And then it was just talk among the other family. They were like, yeah, you've got a bit of a gut again, but your legs are amazing. I was like, yeah, because yeah. it's holding this motherfucker up. That's right, the only exactly. thing. Like it's, plus that and riding, it's just like, at least my legs, you know, and my legs, especially my right legs, being chopped up to bits. So the fact yeah. that it's still looking okay, it's like, well, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's awesome. And so I, I, I realized, yeah, fuck, you know what? This is an opportunity to strengthen the legs again. So I started to slowly, you know, be kind to myself and also be like, hey, this is a version of double gains because I am carrying this extra weight, which means that if I keep still going, no matter how slow I am, that I'm going to get stronger legs. And then when the weight comes off, those legs are going to be still strong. So I was like, cool. All right. I'm going to reframe this entire exercise process rather than, you know, because for me, I guess it's weird when you know, say December last year, I had my PB for my 5K, which was 22 minutes. Right. And to know that I'm like six minutes slower and, you know, 15 kilos heavier is very much like, oh, God, what the fuck, man? How did it, it feels like you're, I've gone backwards, right, in a year. Uh, but it's unfair because it's not a full story. It doesn't talk about the back injury. It doesn't talk about the, you know, the. the you got to put context I would say, to it. Oh, yeah, exactly. There's no context if you just look at it in isolation. But I was like, no, no, this is unfair for me to be harsh on myself. So what I've done then is to not get mad at how slow I am and just be proud that I'm actually still doing it uh, yeah, and totally. also start to convince, like basically look at it as a chance to build muscle and going, yeah, this is good because now if I keep running, even if I'm slow, this legs are getting stronger, right? And that's true. That's not me just talking bullshit. That's a true thing. Uh, and thirdly, I thought, you know what, man, like 
of course you're going to eat a little bit more. You're with your family for the first time after two years. And, you know, there's going to be a couple of moments of, of wanting to just indulge in some of the good food that you used Absolutely. to have. But on that note, though, I am very much like decided that because I have a type of personality that is very much all or nothing, that I need to just give myself fake arbitrary little restrictions. So I've gone back to not eating anything until 12. Like I'll have my coffee and stuff. Yeah. But I thought mid midday, I'm just going to, you know, hold off having anything. And because it's not quite intermittent fasting because sometimes we have dinner here at 10 p.m., right? And it's just like, oh, man, like it's, you know. How do you yeah. have dinner at 10 p.m.? I actually now physically can't eat after 8 it's not possible. That's good. It's, That's really healthy. No, I mean, I think. Well, is it? Because if well, I do eat after eight. And then, then passing out straight away. Yeah, but you don't wake up choking. My reflux is so bad that the water, it, the, the reflux goes all the way up my esophagus and then back down to my lungs. So I wake up not being able to breathe, feeling like I'm choking. Well, that will happen even if you ate at 10 p.m., right? Yes, totally. But I've noticed that. It, <laughs> I, I was going to say. But like if I eat after eight, yeah. If I eat after eight p.m., I've got to take reflux tablets. Ah, oh, okay. So eating at eight p.m. is good then. That's the. Isn't that what you're trying to say? Yeah, totally. But sometimes, really <laughs> sometimes I get yeah. really hungry at night. <laughs> when Maya starts eating so, ice cream in front of me, I'm like, "Fucking hell! Come on!" You're not allowed ice cream. Well, not after eight p.m. because I'll choke on it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's, I guess, uh, I, I, you know, I'm going to try and see this year through with a little bit more kindness. But I think my brother and his well, family leave on the 4th of Jan, and I've got a couple of weeks to, uh, after that I'm going to start to uh, – uh, am I still there? Sorry, my yeah, battery yeah. started to run low. So I was like, uh, okay, that's fine. I'm just going to keep, um, you know, doing little bits and bobs and not get too mad. And then when I come back to Australia or maybe the two weeks after my brother leaves or whatever – from then on, would start to really kind of buckle down a bit more, but just just be kind to yourself, people. Oh, I don't know whether mate. you're going through what I'm going through, but I'm having no, a lot of dearly, lot of I'm bad going, voices in my head. Dearly, I'm going through exactly the same thing, but then occasionally, like I'm the same. Like I am hunting to get to 110. That is my goal at the moment. Like I, you know, I'll get down to 115, got down to 113, then back up to 116. I was like, I just want to get because if I get to 110. Then the home stretch to 100 again is fine. I know that. But the problem is, is like, you know, like things are a lot slower. And I have to have my partner remind me go, hey, fuckhead, you nearly died this year. So I don't know what you think, but you need to take time. You're, you're pacing it really well, which I am. I'm taking yeah. it. I'm building it up. I, I go to the gym. Um, I, I got to 5Ks, got to 5Ks, ran it, and the day I got to yeah. 5Ks, I stopped. I don't know why, I just stopped. I was like, worked up to it, just stopped. And then, uh, in saying that, I did run a couple of days ago. But at the same time, I was like, I've got the gym. I've been doing that since uh, I've been doing it. But it's like I'm, like, I'm used to just going, here we go, bang, zero to 100, go, go, go. My mm. body actually doesn't let me do that. Like now mm. I can actually admit to go, I actually can't do that. I have to really take small steps. And I think me accepting that, which I have accepted that, and, you know, it's been really good. Like, you know, enjoyed Christmas, ate lots of ham, ate too much ham, then had ham jaffles, then put ham in salad. So much fucking ham, it's not funny. Mm. But then now it's just like, oh, actually, you know, like I'm actually 
looking forward to New Year's. Yeah, I booked a big bike trip with mates, so it gives me a goal to have to, you know, build up to, you know, being able to ride 60 kilometers a day. You know, like stuff that, you know, because I always talk about like my, it's like, well, what's your goal? I was like, I just want to be Ben Lomas October 2019. That is the goal. That, that Ben Lomas in 2019, that those months leading before lockdown, it was the fittest I'd ever been. I could pay squash for two hours. I was, you know, Hughesy couldn't get a point on me. Like, and the idea mm. if I would play him now, he would absolutely uh, floor me and I probably would have a heart attack. But, you know, like, it's, it's that thing where it's like, for me, it's, it's, pretty, it's pretty simple. It's like, I'm the same. Like, you know, since, since Boxing Day, I'm not eating till 12. Like, I'm not eating till 12. And the problem is, like, I've had to, it's not that I don't want to eat. It's just I actually don't realize when I am eating. Like, I've had to go through uh-huh. this whole thing because I'm continually making food for the kids. The whole mm. time. So you taste it. You're like, is this smoothie okay? Oh, hang on. What's the rest of it? Hang on. They've left one corner of the of the peanut butter and sultana. I'll put that in there. And like, actually, I have to check myself and go, no, you don't need to eat this. No, you don't need to eat this. I know putting in the bin makes it feel wasteful because you're not eating it, but that's what you are. Like, I've had to mm. really, really, because it's summer holidays. Like, I think you saw me drinking at the start. So at the moment now, there's like, you know, heaps of friends are meeting in the park. And it's like... Like, I don't want to diet Coke anymore. I don't want any of the, you know, the diet shit. I'm, I'm, I'm off that. I know it's not very healthy for you. So, you know, I make myself a cocktail at the end of the night. And, uh, and it's... Non-alcoholic? Not, yeah, no, yeah, non-alcoholic. So it's like I've worked out the perfect amount of ice, uh, raspberry cord oil, uh, grapefruit juice, lime juice, and then I uh, blend it and then put it in the freezer for 20 minutes and then I've got my own Slurpee. My healthy Slurpee. Nice. So, you know, stuff like that is just like, and then it makes me like, you know, like I met a whole bunch of dads who live in the neighborhood and they've all got tinnies and I rock up with a gigantic Nutribullet and they're like, oh, mate, on the bloody, uh, on the bloody uh, cocktail. So like, yeah. yeah. And then one dad knows, he's like, nah, mate, he's a teetotaler. And I was like, God, I forgot, I haven't heard that term in so long, teetotaler. <laughs> Like, like, yeah, like, like yeah. I, I, I've been fascinated with that word teetotaler because it's not spelled as in T E A, it's T double E. Yeah, it's like, what, who, how, I don't what's what the it, like, etymology of it? Yeah, like, is uh, is it because you you are drinking tea all the time? Is that what no, it that's is? That's what I'm saying. It's spelled differently, teetotaler. Uh, so it's a etymology. golf thing. Oh, oh, the etymology mid 19th century. Emphatic extension of total, apparently first used by Richard Turner, a worker from Preston, in a speech in 1833, urging total abstinence from all alcohol rather than mere abstinence from spirits, advocated by some early temperance reforms. I don't know if that helped, but basically, it's like not just total, tea total. It's like he's, he's putting a he's putting a little spin on the word total there. That's all yeah, it is. Okay. Tea total. Tea total. Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, it was. Yeah, so, um, yeah, but for me, like, like, you know, we've got Comedy Festival coming up. So that for me is like that benchmark where it's like, well, all I'll be doing is writing, uh, trying out material, hopefully. <laughs> um, and then, um, and then bang, like using that date to go, well, actually, I kind of, you know, the goal I've got is, you know, by the time I walk on stage, I want to be close to 100 or 105. That's kind of, you know, the reasonably like, you know, because I've planned it out as well. Um, and, uh, but it's, yeah, it's just interesting cause it's like now there's less distractions and also like, I, you know, I've ha- like I'm now being given the all clear and I, and I need to accept that, but I'm also very, 
very scared at the same time. So if I push myself really hard and I feel any pain down there, I do freak out. Mm. And I've been told that pain is going to be there for the rest of my life. So I just right, need so to you just accept need to that. be okay with it. Yeah. I need to be okay with that. So I need to learn that, you know, when I, you know, that's why I was running because I'd, I'd have to push the hip flexors uh, forward. I'd have to do, you know, like I'd have to do that. But like, even then when I was doing squats in the gym and I feel this sharp pain across the first scar, the other two scars with the original scar, I'm like, oh, I don't want to tear something. If I tear something there, that's what happened last time. Then it will get infected. And, and then, you know, you sort of go into panic stations because, the last place you want to be now at the moment is a fucking hospital. Oh, <laughs> so, oh God. Yeah. So, yeah, you, know, I mean, like, you know, like it's, you know, like I had a family member in hospital a couple of nights ago and it's, you know, we had to go visit and it's just like, you know, like, you know, this person's in and out all the time and it's, you know, I mean, it's hard to watch, but you know, at the same time, you're just like, you just don't want to, you just don't want to be in there. And right now you don't because it's just craziness and PPPE gear everywhere. And so health wise, yeah, I did say Peppa Pig. <laughs> I think I thought you said Peppa Pig. What were you trying to say? I was, I was, I was trying to say PPE gear, but I actually said Peppa Pig. <laughs> <laughs> you might have said Peppa Pig, but it definitely sounded like Peppa Pig. Wow. Well, no, but, but this thing, because it's school holidays, I am woken up to Peppa Pig every morning. So right. at the moment now, you know, like all rules are out the window. Mummy and Daddy want to sleep in the mornings. Well, actually, well, wow. Let me rephrase that. That's, that's wow. a complete lie. Hello. That's a complete yeah. lie. Mummy wants to sleep in the mornings. Daddy is already up at six, turned on the sauna, put on the TV for on them, make them their smoothies, give them their slices of apple, go to the gym, come back, give them their second breakfast, tell them again, if you annoy mummy, you will never, ever watch TV in your life again. Jump in the sauna. Uh, listen to an audio book, Billy Connolly's autobiography, nearly finished. Amazing. You would love it too, Dill. Fucking awesome. Uh, and then, um, back out. And then usually by then it's like eight, eight thirty, And then I go with the kids to get a coffee for mommy. And then we wake up mommy with a coffee. And that's, that's, that's the holiday. But every day I've just heard Peppa Pig and it's, fuck, it's that, that voice is just stuck into you. Are you, you trying to show Bluey to your niece? Yeah, Isha, uh, they're showing Bluey certain uh, channels here in Sri Lanka. And I found one and I tried to translate it. No, she speaks English. Oh. Well, I thought, what's the, what, what does it, what's the other language? Well, there's plenty of other languages like French, Germany, and German. You know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, she, she speaks, there's about four languages that she cycles through, I believe. So That's amazing. She's, yeah, it's quite phenomenal. So my brother uh, has decided to speak to her in Sinhalese. Um, yeah. And she understands and replies, you know, again, short sentences. Uh, it's English with a lot of people and, and school and stuff. Uh, but with her mom, it's uh, Marathi. And I think there's a couple of uh, Gujarati words that she knows and stuff. So let's say three. She cycles between three. And what's really funny for us is, for some reason, she has decided to talk to my dad in Marathi, um, which is not a language my dad speaks. <laughs> she just <laughs> just has decided that this guy speaks Marathi. So yeah. Anyway, so uh, you'll, um, you'll, you'll you'll love this. So my daughter does Italian, a lot of Italian, and we yeah. went to get uh, uh, ice cream today. And as we were there, we were just getting gelato on uh, Ligon Street. And uh, and then suddenly it was just like we're not you know talking. I think I think I think it's a weird thing, but all three of us was 
we were staring at another family. We need to stop staring. We just, we get fixated on people anyway. And I should be the adult and tell my kids to stop staring, but I only find myself mm. staring. Anyway, and then my daughter just starts giggling. I was like, what's so funny? And she's like, I don't know, daddy, but in this song, and it was an Italian song, like sort of like Italian pop. And she goes, in this song, this guy really loves someone. I was like, oh, that's right. You can understand this. Mm. <laughs> like, it was just so weird that she could understand Italian pop. Like, I've got yeah. no idea what they're saying, but I was just like... Could it have been so a cool. crude one? Like, or was it... <laughs> what does she mean by really love someone? Well, I think I assume it was like... Um, um, what's love in Italian? Amore? Is that, a, is that love in Italian? Is that amore? Maybe no, that's know. a type of eel. <laughs> Again, um, no, but I'm, 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 I'm always impressed with parents because I feel bad that I didn't do it, but I guess I just didn't do it. To be able to speak... Uh, your like, like if two people speak different languages to their child so like for instance like you know um you know we, i've got friends whose dad's german and mum is scottish and bang they just speak german he just speaks german to the kid like i'm always fascinated mm-hmm. but i guess because i'm not i was originally there but i was brought up with two languages but if you i'm always yeah i'm always impressed when people can pull pull that off and you know well apparently the age the younger they are the more they absorb languages better or oh, something yeah. like that so uh, yeah she's, she's and on it's track. immersive so like, Bluey, I mean, sadly, she didn't take to as much as I was hoping to. Uh, I think she's just a very, she's sort of got her cycle of uh, YouTube clips and stuff that she loves, like YouTube, like cartoon videos and stuff. So I think at the moment she's a bit stuck. Because I even tried like, you know, uh, uh, you know, he, her parents are pretty good with keeping her. But once in a while, I was like, oh, I'll, you know, let me try, hang, you know, I'll keep her kind of thing. And she's pretty good with me for a while, but eventually she gets restless. So I tried, you know, Disney stuff like Little Mermaid and and Frozen. And she kind of like engages for a little bit and then she wants her more Hindi songs and her Marathi songs. And that's why I've starved my children from screen time for so many years that they get so little that by the time we need to use it, they're fixated and it's great. It's so no. good. Yeah, it's like cocaine. <laughs> like, it's, it's so like, bang, amazing. Bang, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's why so many like so many parents this year like it has gone absolutely bananas. So many parents this year have got kids Nintendo Switches. Like it is insane. Like how many? But it's just also that. But then you know you it, it, along comes you know having to really set you know boundaries and limits and, and, and you mm. know kids turn kids turn into junkies. Like it's fucked. No man, hundred percent. It's it's pretty. Uh, uh, yeah, I think that they're, they're 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 selective with when. Look, I'm I'm not going to ever comment on any parent and the parenting techniques as someone who doesn't have kids i always think like yeah i have no clue what any of this is like so you do you guys you know what i mean yeah, well, um, I, I, i've got no idea either <laughs> <laughs> hey uh we need to wrap, we up. wrap it up uh, wrap it up but uh i, I so you're gonna wait till the 12th so look it might be unlikely that we get to record a pod before that yeah well no, i leave the fourth okay okay we might we might be able to just sneak in one more maybe sneak in one more uh, for, no, or, one for the yeah, new yeah. year something with some yeah, good I'm back, I'm back the 11th. But I know, because we never finished off the other one. Which one? Remember we did all the questions for years and we never finished off the other ones? The, the couple's questions? Yeah. That was uh, that was a Patreon episode, wasn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. Thank you, Patreon. Uh, we know we haven't put one out in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, but yeah, we look. do still appreciate this one. We still, uh, it's just uh, time difference, uh, five and a half hours. I think the difference is, is screwing us a bit. Uh, yeah, five and a half so, hours is really tough. Uh, thank uh, you, Patreon listeners. Take care, everybody. Thank you, thank you, Stay thank safe. you so much. 
and uh, hopefully we'll see you before the new year. If not, safe new year. And you know what? Be kind. Be kind to yourself and others. Be kind. And stop eating ham. It's fucked. (laughs) What kind of Muslim are you? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, bye-bye. Wow.